I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano along with Josh Reese. What's going on? Hi. <laughs> I hate you. I'm Josh Reese. I hate you. No, I'm being Jack I'm being Jack Reacher. That's just like him. The first oh, well, time yeah. he met the police. Hi. That's every line he delivers on the show. <laughs> Very straight. Yeah. You Why didn't did you... A- you didn't ask me my name? Uh, a few of our who I thought were our uh, lovely fans, right? Come uh, on, recommended guys. Reacher to us. Now, bef- they recommended Peacemaker to us, and that was phenomenal. These are very far apart. So you guys went from Peacemaker to Reacher, which Reacher is Peacemaker. If Peacemaker ah, was a don't give it away. If Peacemaker was a terrible show. Well, it is a terrible show. <laughs> It's, He's a robot. I think that's the twist, is that Reacher will be a robot at the I'm end of the show. I'm Jack Reacher. Give me gun. <laughs> so, yeah, we're reviewing Reacher. No spoilers yet. I don't know what well, there is to spoil. That, that was a pseudo-spoiler. <laughs> kind of. And uh, we're, I'm also going to talk about Pam and Tommy, uh, the first six episodes. There's two left, but I, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's a good show. It's a little over the top, and it probably... Could have just been a movie, but I've, I'm still enjoying it. So you mean it's every movie he's ever made? Seth Rogen, over the top? Well, he's not the one that's over the top. Oh. Hmm. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, Reacher, Pam and Tommy. But first, we have to talk about the Hollywood hogwash. I'm really excited about the Batman. It's coming out. Really, it's coming out this week. But we're going to be reviewing it on the next podcast. Scorecards? Scorecards? Well, no. There's no reason for scorecards, I don't think, this time. I don't know what the questions would be. How many people does Batman kill? Let's see. (laughs) That's not bad. (laughs) Does Joker get revealed? Yeah. Is it... uh, Let's see. What else could there be? Uh, Do... Oh, do Selena Kyle... And Bruce Bruce Wayne, do they do they fuck? Do they fuck? I mean, yeah. that, that's, I mean that's a few questions. That's a few questions. So, what would you say on those? Do they fuck? Do Batman I'm, and Catwoman have sex? I'm gonna say no. No, PG thirteen doesn't uh, matter. I'm gonna say you can cut away. You can make it look like they're gonna fuck, and then they wake up. And, I, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Let's see what else. I'm gonna say Joker does not appear. And Batman okay. kills 40,000 people. 40,000 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go lot. high. I'm going to go high. That might be more than Ben Affleck. I don't you think know, so. Killed- ben Affleck killed a lot. And I think this Batman's just going to be just as Well, brutal. Superman killed a ton of people in Man of Steel. Right. Well, see, if you go next level in this, because maybe the Riddler is revealing that everything is Batman's fault. That's what I'm going to say. 40,000 people. Maybe all the murders well, so according are Bruce Wayne's According fault. to the Riddler... Yeah. Maybe. That's what I'm going to say. 40,000. Yeah. I'm really excited. I don't know when I'm going to see it, but I plan on seeing it a couple of times before we do the podcast. Obviously, I did the same thing with Spider Man, mm-hmm. No Way Home. But yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited. I think it looks too. really good. I, 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 love, I love Batman. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. And I'm really interested in seeing another adaptation of it. You know, I, I was really sour 
on Ben Affleck. So I'm hoping that this fresh take on the Batman oh, yeah. is going to be much better. There are people out there that say Ben Affleck's the best Batman, and I just want to find them and fight them. I just want to find them, and I want to ask them if they've ever seen the other Batmans. Yeah. Maybe they need to go to Arkham Asylum and get rehabilitated. Maybe. clearly there's something wrong with those people. Yeah. It'd be nice also if... Those for- same people probably love Val Kilmore. Oh, God. They're probably way too young. They never saw that porn parody <laughs> Batman movie. Bat nipples. Yeah, bat nipples. That's as close to a porn parody as you can get. Yeah. Without Batman just whipping out his dick. That was that scene. I've mentioned I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, where Val Kilmer, he he goes to Nicole Kidman's apartment in the middle of the night in the Batman suit. He was he was gonna fuck her as Batman. Mm-hmm. So he was gonna take his dick out. So he was going to be full costume, like he's Batman, full costume, with his dick out. I'm visualizing it. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. No. That's a porn parody right there. Yeah. That was his plan, was to go fuck her in the bat suit. He tried to, but he's like, oh, I, I can't get the fucking pants off. It's fucking too rubbery, just uh, rubber bullshit. fuck. Or he'd be just be, he'd be naked from the neck down, but he's just wearing the bat cowl. <laughs> <laughs> just wearing the mask. Which, again, I think is, is in those porn parodies. <laughs> Do you think he screams Batman? Well, I guess why would he scream? No, he would scream like justice. Justice. Like how Peacemaker screams freedom. He'll be like justice. Or Martha, maybe. Martha. He screams his mom's name. That's terrible. (laughs) Good God. Yeah. That is terrible. No, but I was I was gonna say, like, it'd be nice if finally we have a Batman that's going to be around for a while. Like, maybe we can mm-hmm. get five or six movies out of him. And he's younger, so, I mean, we uh, theoretically, we could. I mean, I think he's in his 30s, but, yeah, he, for sure, you could I'm just saying, like, Christian Bale was older, and, you know, Ben Affleck was fairly old. So. Well, Nolan was always doing a trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, he was never going to do more than three movies. And But, yeah, maybe we can, get, we can get a Batman for a while, kind of like how we had an Iron Man for, like, you know, 12 years. Seemingly forever. Like, 10 movies. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if like if like they're truly starting over and, you know, they really need to re- reboot everyone. Even if Gal-, Gal Gadot does a good job as Wonder Woman, but the her movies, I mean, the first one was terrible. OK, but the second one was so horrendous. And she's connected to the Ben Affleck one, unless you just do what Marvel does and it's just multiverse shit which i guess they are doing that anyway so that's fine with the peacemaker being part of the multiverse well you would hope and then you just keep all the good people like you get rid of superman henry cavill is superman we don't need him we don't need ben affleck as batman no you'll need to recast superman and get someone else but it could be good yeah so i mean it's it this cast seems great so i'm really looking forward to it colin farrell is a penguin I yeah. like Jeffrey Wright in the movies that he does. Andy Serkis is always great. Ah. Yeah. Sounds good. Wait, this says The Flash is going to be in it? That's probably wrong. No, that's... that's, bare, that's uh, He's playing Stanley Merkel, a character. Isn't that the actor that plays... I don't think so. Oh, no, no. His his The Flash's name is Barry, mm-hmm. and it kind of looked like him from what I was looking at. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Paul Dano, I like him a lot. Um, it it is weird, like you know they have Colin Farrell playing the Penguin. Yeah, like I I don't understand why they had to make him wear all that extra um, makeup and prosthetic. all that pro- prosthetic fat and stuff like that. Why couldn't we just have a skinny Penguin? I don't no, know. they did that on 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 uh, 
that Arkham show. The fuck was it called? On on Fox. Oh, the yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it. Um, Gotham. Gotham, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a skinny penguin on that show. So penguins got to be ugly, and Colin Farrell's not an ugly man. So you have to put makeup on him he and make him not ugly. Not an ugly man. Again, I wish they would have just went for the more comic, uh, like the comic book version of Penguin, where he's like British guy, but well, Colin yeah. Farrell is British. Well, but he's not playing. He's playing a guy in got. He's playing a guy from Gotham. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, like whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Like that's Penguin. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, he did tell Collider that he uh he tested his Penguin face prosthetics in a Starbucks and. Nobody recognized him despite getting a couple of stares from people. Mm. But even then, there was probably just people staring at him like, Holy shit, it's the penguin. It's an ugly-ass man. Right. Well. What's wrong with his fingers? Yeah. And then in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, this is some scary stuff. Paul Dano, who plays Riddler, said that there were some nights around that I probably didn't sleep as well as I wanted to just because it was a little hard to come down from this character. It takes a lot of energy to get there, and you almost have to sustain it once you're there because going up and down is kind of hard. And that reminded me of Heath Ledger. Right, that's what I was thinking of. Who told the New York Times back in the day that he struggled to sleep while playing the Joker, saying, I probably slept an average of two hours a night. And he died um, a combination of medications. One was for sleep. Interesting. So theoretically that this Riddler probably could be as dark as the Joker mm-hmm. and to become that dark of a character, you got to well, be in yeah. the whole time. I mean, one of the things I love most about this trailer is they really don't show you anything about the Riddler. No, you know, nothing. I, I didn't think and you nowadays, see his face. nowadays trailers, they'd have not shown his face yeah. yet, even though we know what Paul Dano looks like, right. but like, Nowadays, they spoil everything in these fucking trailers. Mm-hmm. And I love that they really haven't showed us anything of him. It's like going into the Matrix. Like, you don't know what the fuck this movie's going to be. Well, not the Matrix 5. No, no, I mean the first one. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, you, we can't tell you what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Like that's, we can't tell you what the Riddler's going to be like. You have to see the movie. Like, right. So that's, I'm really excited about that. Super hyped. Can't wait to see this movie. Same. Are we going to be eating Little Caesars pizza while we're up here? Oh, the Batman. The Batman pizza the, it's while the, we're it's talking a, about it's it? It's a calzone, right? Yeah, a calzone. It's calzone a, and a, a calzone pizza. calzone pizza. Looks like a turkey. It does. What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> the peacemaker <with> dove. <laughs> that just shows you fucking uh, Little Caesars. They can't even make a bat symbol, right? No. I think, I think we should for an homage. God. Look at this bullshit. And you know, that was that's like the press photo of it. You know, in real life, it must look even worse. It's probably still going to be Little Caesar Circle. <laughs> we probably should get it just to show people what it looks like in real life. Like, right. look at this piece of shit. But don't eat it. That way I can take it home and eat it myself. Well, we'll have to try it. Okay. There you yeah. Go. I think that's a good idea. I, I think, think we so. should get it. And eat it on the show. Mm-hmm. Or like buy it and take it to the premiere. Like, hey, what are you doing with that? What do you mean? It's a Batman pizza. It's a Batman pizza. What? Can't, doesn't this look like Batman to you? Uh, no. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It's the Bat Zone, the Bat Cal Zone. Wanderburger said I could take it in. I don't understand. Yeah. God. But <laughs> now I kind of want to get it. Uh, 
Are those hot and ready? You think you can just walk in and those are hot and ready? You can just That's grab one of those. Interesting. I might try. Probably not. I might try that this week. You probably have to special order it. I'm right. Gonna tr- I'm gonna try that in El Campo. I'm gonna go in and just like. I want to. I want a Batman pizza. No, like, wait, what did you want? Wait for the podcast. We'll try it all at the same time. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'll wait. All right. Uh, there's some more Batman news. Michael Keaton posted a photo on Instagram of a shadow of himself in the Batman suit. Just a shadow. But uh, yeah, he's obviously he's going to appear in the upcoming Flash movie on November fourth, and he's currently filming HBO Max's Batgirl film. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who's yeah. even playing Batgirl? We talked about it a couple of weeks before, I believe. I can't remember who's playing it. Yeah. Um, some lady that I don't really remember. But I think Michael Keaton is, like, really excited to play Batman. I bet he's really excited to kind of relive that role. Yeah. You know, he's he's going to be in two different Oh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know who this him. is. Leslie, Leslie Grace. Um, And she's... Hold on, this makes no sense. What? She's Barbara Gordon, which, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. But in this movie, J.K. Simmons is... J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon, like mm-hmm. like from the DCU with Ben right. Affleck, mm-hmm. so it's in that universe. But he, if, he, you look at, <laughs> if you look at J.K. Simmons, and then you look at Leslie Grace, how is he her father? <laughs> Adopted. <laughs> I guess. Adopted. Or like his mom, or like her mom is just super hot, right? Because uh, yeah, hey, something listen, doesn't something those, doesn't add up here. Those parents happen, Andrew. Those parents happen a lot. I'm wishing it will happen to myself one day. What that you'll have like yeah, like I'll be the ugly dude, be like with some hot girl, and like how did that happen? Like I don't know, mm. just happened. Yeah. Okay. One day. One day. But yeah, oh, Brendan Fraser's also going to be in it. Yeah, Fraser's the bad guy. He's playing Firefly. This is like a is this like a set picture? It shows someone in the Batman, but that can't be Michael Keaton. I mean, that doesn't unless it's like someone in Keaton's uniform. But yeah, there's some images. Oh, there is like there's there's an image of Keaton. Yeah, but it's just blurry and it's far away, so you can't really see. Maybe it. he's an older Batman. There's, there's a younger no. Batman too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Unless they're it's doing like the DA, DA, yeah. Then Batman. maybe they'll de-age him because it's like he's like you know in his sixties. It might look ridiculous. <laughs> maybe just a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that should be interesting. All right, moving on. Uh, so a Reddit user posted an interview that he supposedly had with Bruce Campbell at some convention, hmm. and Campbell told him that he's in Doctor Strange in a multiverse of madness. And that he shot a cool scene with a character that's been beloved for years. Now, we don't know what Campbell's going to be in the movie yet. Macho Man Randy Savage? No. Okay. He's dead. Hmm. Yeah. Well, remember, he, wasn't he the guy that was taking tickets at the, at the wrestling event? No. He wasn't? No. You're getting your movies confused. Okay, in the first Spider-Man, Spider-Man Bruce Campbell was the wrestling announcer. Uh, when he's like, what's your name, kid? And he's like, the human spider. And he's like, that sucks. And he calls him the amazing Spider-Man. So uh, he named him. Okay. In the second movie, he was the usher at uh, Mary Jane's play that wouldn't let Peter in. That's right. That's right. And it's like, dude, you're Spider-Man, like going through the ceiling. You know right. what I mean? Uh, and then the third one, he was a waiter. Mm. And the theory was that he was going to be Mysterio eventually because Mysterio... 
It's different people, right? Right. And he even said in the second one, he goes, it helps me deem the illusion. Like he says, illusion. Right. Maintain the illusion. Maintain right the now. illusion. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. I always like the little Bruce Cam- uh, Campbell oh, yeah. cameos. They're great. Yeah. So maybe he'll finally be like a Mysterio variant in this movie. Who that knows? would be pretty fucking cool. That would be cool. Uh, other people have other people have um, uh, like theorized that maybe he's uh, Nick Fury, like a Nick Fury variant. Because <laughs> Nick Fury was originally good. white mm-hmm. until they uh, based him off of Samuel Jackson. And then they casted Samuel Jackson <laughs> to be Nick Fury. Cause... Well, did, did you ever see Burn Notice? No. Well, Bruce Campbell played in Burn Notice. And in Burn Notice, he was an uh, ex-Navy SEAL. Uh-huh. So I mean, he does have like kind of like background and stuff like that. We're playing a playing a character that has like a militant militant type of role, right? So I mean, yeah, I could see it. We'll see. I'd be down for it. Oh yeah, that's another movie I'm very excited about. And that one comes out. Is it in May? May. Yeah. So oof. Yeah. Oof. It's coming up. A good series of things that are coming out soon. I know. We have. We're gonna have plenty of content. We just have to get through these reachers. <laughs> Maybe we don't. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right. So um, some news here. Spider-Man No Way Home will be released digitally on March 22nd and will be available on Blu-ray April 12th. That's super fast. Do we know what? That's three months. Well, three months from theatrical debut. Well, it's probably not getting that much. Came out in December. Right. And it's being released digitally. But that's just now... That's just how they do it now. Like, yeah, because people still aren't going to the movie theaters three months out to watch Spider-Man. Right. They'll probably buy the Spider-Man movie for sure. Yeah. You know, it's just not... We've been to the movie theater quite a bit this these past couple months, and aside from Spider-Man, there's been maybe five people in the movies, movie yeah. theater each time we go. Yeah. But, like, I, uh, I saw the Blu-ray cover... It's very boring. Just like the posters were boring. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, the Steelbook's got to be good. And then I looked at the Steelbook, and the Steelbook version was boring. Because when I really love a movie, I like to get the Steelbooks that are available at Best Buy. It's the only time I ever go to Best Buy. Mm. But I haven't bought... I don't think I've bought in a Steelbook since Endgame. Because I got Endgames. But like the Spider-Man one is super lame. I don't think I'm going to get it. Well, my question is, I wonder what type of... you know. Interesting things are going to be on the DVD. I'd like you just to know, like Spider Spider. I came up both. Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man. Well, no, we talked about that a couple weeks ago on the podcast. The Spider Man features, yeah, like tons of deleted scenes, like some cameos that were cut from the movie, hmm. which I can't even imagine what that would be. Like. Oh yeah, because we were making fun of it. Like, of course, Tom Cruise isn't going to be right. Like, in no, the cut version. no. Look, there's Tom Cruise's. Yeah, we cut him from the movie. We cut Tom Cruise from the movie. (laughs) They probably cut Bruce Campbell. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Um, Imagine if Ned's, you know, uh, bringing different Spider-Mans in and then it's Bruce Campbell. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Whoops. Well, that's how they treated Tobey Maguire. Oh, it's just some guy. Right. (laughs) Who is that? Uh, But they also, a photo was posted of Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. That reenacting cool. the Spider-Men pointing at each other meme. Very cool. On set. So that was very cool. And if you're going to say spoilers to me at this point, you've had a few months to see the movie. 
Oh my god! How have you both avoided Spider Mans were in there. Mind blown. Like how could you have possibly avoided it by now? Yeah, you know, if you had, wow, that's some incredible, crazy gymnastics. There. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, in a recent interview with RadioTimes.com, Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, said that his theater was dead fucking quiet during his cameo in Spider-Man No Way Home. Hmm. He said, my nephew sent me a recording of everyone cheering, so I snuck into a movie theater where I live and literally stood in the corridor, and sadly, my experience was it was dead fucking quiet. I was so disappointed. My wife was myth- was with me, and she was recording me because it'd be fun to have that moment of everyone cheering, and then tumbleweed. Charlie, It was I like just, this. It was basically... I was crickets. You know, so... Charlie, I just want to tell you, from my experience, I watched with Andrew yeah. and his brother and his friends, our theater was very excited when Charlie Cox was on screen. I was the first person yeah. to scream. So I'm very proud of myself because I was expecting it. As soon as I saw the hand with the cane, I went, oh! And then everyone followed suit. Yeah, we heard so, the, we heard a little girl noise in the back. Ah, it was a turn. It was Andrew. It was me. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. honestly popped harder for Charlie Cox than I did Toby McGuire and Garfield. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the realization because even like Toby's it was one, definitely one of the first. Toby's felt so anticlimactic. Like he just walks in there and he's like, "Hey." Well, <laughs> for for both the Spider Mans, it's like you knew it was coming. For Daredevil, you didn't really know if Daredevil was coming. You knew that both Spider-Mans were going to be there. Yeah. So that's why I was a little bit more shocked when Charlie Cox was in. I was like, oh, shit. They actually did it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were some set photos that came out of him, like, sitting at that table. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of expecting it, but I was still very happy to see him. I was. it was many years. So someone please tag Charlie in this so we can let him know. Yeah. That our theater where we were in Houston, right. Texas, we pop really hard for Charlie Cox. Absolutely. Yeah. And he has confirmed that he will be playing Daredevil again, but did not specify. The Whoa, rumor is that I'm popping hard for it now. The rumor is that we're going to see him in Echo, which is the, mm, okay. you know, Echo from Hawkeye. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's getting her own show. I can't imagine what that's going to be like, but. A lot of sign language. <laughs> a lot of sign language. Yeah. Uh, last week, New York Times writer Kyle Buchanan released his tell-all book called Blood, Sweat, and Chrome, The Wild and True Story of Mad Max Fury Road. Hmm. Did you see that movie? No. Too scary? Too scary. It's a great action movie. But scary, right? It's not really. No, they just have scary masks, okay. like monster masks. But if you've seen the trailer, like... That's all it is. It's not really scary. Okay. It's a great action film. I'll watch the, the whole one. movie is like a two hour chase scene. And that's the whole movie. They're just trying to find gas. Is that what it is? No. no? I mean, that's that's part of the post apocalyptic world that they're in. But okay. hmm. that's not what the movie's about. Anyways, continue. It's really good. But uh, he wrote this book because Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron had this really big feud on set. Hmm. Uh, He told a story that Hardy was over three hours late to set one day um, and Theron yelled, find the fucking cunt a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars for every minute that he's held up this crew. So she yells that out and uh, Hardy stormed up to her and yelled, what did you say to me? Like they had this big confrontation. Look at Charlie's Theron sticking up for the working man. Yeah. Wow. And after that, Theron said she felt threatened and wanted someone uh, by her, like for protection purposes, and 
so became this whole thing. Probably not going to be doing many movies together going forward. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Hardy denied that he frightened Theron, saying, Charlize is an intense woman. Very intense, actually. In a good way. I mean, look at her in Monster. That's not somebody walking in the park. <laughs> so, to defend himself, he referenced when she played a serial killer. Mm. And with the ugly makeup that they put on her. Interesting. <laughs> but it's like... yeah. Yeah, apparently he's known for being late to set, and it's it's it sucks when because I really like Tom Hardy. He's one of my favorite actors. Sucks when you find out someone's an asshole, and that's that's basically actors, right? Like they're just drama queens, man. Well, like who, uh, it was, um, oh Jesus, it was Batman in um, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, ultimate asshole. On and the I felt on, really it was bad. on the set of the Terminator the Terminator movie. <laughs> Someone in my life, what the fuck? Fuck trash mates. Do I fucking trash them? Oh, good for you. When that came out, I mean, for like the next five years, I was saying good for you all the time. And still every once in a while, like it'll come up and be like, oh, good for you. Can you imagine just being the grip on that set? Like, fuck, man. I'm going to beat your fucking ass. He said that too. To a fucking key grip. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that is that was fucked up, man. Yeah. So, Imagine someone that makes, like... Yeah. Someone's worth $100 million. You're a key grip making, like, 40 Gs. And this guy's just screaming at you. tearing you down. Yeah. It's <laughs> like when... That's my... It's like when we were covering, you know, the Rockets or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're making shit money. And these people are millionaires, and they're treating you like trash. It's like, yeah. I remember asking Greg Popovich a question. He's just fucking making fun of me the whole time. Yeah. Like, saying that was... He didn't say it was a stupid question, but he was making fun of my question. Like, I'm just here to do my job, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It does suck. It does suck. Actor Nicholas Holt, who was also in Mad Max, um, he plays Beast in the X-Men movies, like the, the prequels that came out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he compared it to being on your summer holidays and the adults in the front of the car are arguing. <laughs> like, like the Hardy and, Hardy and Theron, yeah. Mom and Dad, they just won't get along. Right, because they really hated each other. Mm. And uh, also, we were talking about how the Marvel shows are being removed from Netflix. Right. I think it's March 1st they're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to be coming to Disney Plus in Canada. On March 16th. Time to get a VPN. Yeah. <laughs> Still no word on where they will be available in the U.S. So but in Canada, it's going to be on Disney Plus because Canada is not a country of pussies like the United States is. Exactly. So they're going to test it out in Canada. And if Canada is like, ooh, these are about to be a little bit too terrible. That's not a good impression that's, that's of really bad any game. Canadian. I apologize a boot? on behalf of our Canadian fans. <laughs> He's about to that's be like really beat. That's like a... Whoops, I don't know what that No. Is. Okay, you try it, Mr. I, like, Mr. I don't want to try it. Okay. Yeah, so I guess the test on the Canadians. That was more like a, a Fargo, like a bad Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Well, I, I don't, I, either way, I can't see it being on Disney Plus in the U.S. Because so many fucking moms would get upset and cry. Well, that's why they're stringing it out slowly. It's going to go from Canada like, you know, probably or Europe. Just, or, and- a, like I've said before, just put a parental setting on it. Yeah. You know, put a code that you have to type in to watch that show. I don't care that's how, all you have to do. I don't care how complicated it is, Disney Plus. I'll figure it out so I can watch me some Daredevil. Yeah, because I want to watch. I and mean, Punisher. you would think if it, it's, I, I, 
if I had to guess, it's going to be on Hulu. I mean, it'll if, probably be on Hulu, which is okay. I have Hulu. If y'all guys don't bring back Iron Fist, I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, getting lost. <laughs> you can keep you Iron can keep Fist. it in Canada. You no, know, even Disney's like, you know what, Netflix? You guys keep Iron Fist. It's our gift to you. <laughs> Uh, a do parting to, gift? Do you have to pay for it? No, no, just keep it. It's what the our, fuck are in Netflix like? What are we supposed to do with this bullshit? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll give it to uh, Hulu. Do you want this shit? No, no. HBO Max, get that, get that the fuck away from us. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see where it ends up. But my guess is Hulu. My guess is Hulu. What do you have? Uh, I've got uh, two things. Okay. Um, so the cast of Ironheart, which is going to come out on Disney Plus, uh, later was it? That's a cartoon, right? Uh, no, it's. I thought it was live action. I thought Ironheart. Um, but it got uh, the cast got a little bit larger. Uh, I I didn't watch This Is Us, but I know it's a show that is really really popular. Yeah. Um. So Lyric Ross uh-huh. of This Is Us, she has been signed on a role to play in Ironheart. So. I think it's kind of. I don't uh, even know what is Ironheart. Ironheart is it's about a, a little girl, or I guess oh. a teenage girl who uh, invents an Iron Man like suit. What? Yeah. <laughs> so it, this is this is this has taken place after Tony Stark. Oh God! And she invents a suit that's. I'm looking like at Tony it right Stark. now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm assuming this lyric, this lyric lady, might be like a. The uh, the lead character's mom, maybe, because Lyric looks a little bit older. And this is about a teenage teenager, so... Jesus. Yeah. You know, I hope Kevin Feige's telling the truth and that there is there won't be another Avengers movie. Could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine this? Hey, it's Iron Man suits and Iron Man suit. Make no. the, makes a wear, makes a wear oh, super no. strong. Um, oh, no. So the other thing, I thought this would be kind of interesting... Um, BuzzFeed listed the 106 one-liners of all time. We're not going to get to all 106. Oh no! <laughs> but just uh, just for a taste, uh, so that, this is how they label it. Uh, some well, do the top. What do you want to do? The top. I'll do the top ten, but I'll give you like the number 106, just so you can okay. kind of get an understanding. Yeah. Uh, so they say sometimes a character in a movie utters a line so brilliant, so quotable, so mic drop worthy. That it becomes part of our voc- our collective vocabulary forever. Yeah. Um, so number one oh six. Oh Lord, my computer will co- cooperate with me. Mm-hmm. Eh, 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 eh. Oh God. Oh Lord Jesus. It's gonna take an hour for you to get to number one. <laughs> oh, no. number one's all the way to the bottom. Okay. It, it it's coming. Is one oh six interesting? That's why you're gonna number one oh six was interesting because it came from the Avengers. Um, okay. Avengers Endgame. Uh, keep in mind, this is BuzzFeed, so they're probably going to get this wrong. BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, this is I BuzzFeed, just, right? It is BuzzFeed. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought it was kind of interesting and something to kind of talk about. Okay. Hold this on. is what happens hold on. BuzzFeed. Here we go. So uh, number, number 106 was I Love You 3000. Okay. From Tony Stark. That's really good. Yeah. So. It probably deserves to be higher, but yeah. there's a lot of one-liners. Start yeah. at 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so number 10. Uh-huh. Hold on. Okay, we're at 20. 18, 15, here we go. 14. All right, so number 10. Yep. Oh, Lord, Jesus Christ. Uh, you're Killing Me Smalls from... The Sandlot. The Sandlot. I think that's, I think that's pretty good. That's number 10. What, what is it? Best? 
One-liners? Yeah, best no. one-liners. I, I mean, think, that's I that's a that's, pretty popular one. I don't think that's 10. Uh, number nine, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Certainly, that could probably be number one. That's, uh, well, you have to the Marlon Brando and Godfather. Number eight, I can't believe is not higher either. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Sam Jackson and Pulp Fiction. One? That mm-hmm. deserves to be on there for sure. For sure. Okay. Hold on. I've got send me the link. I've got too much too much spam on my computer. Just type in BuzzFeed, the uh, top one liners of all time. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, so number seven is get in, loser. We're going shopping. Get the the fuck out of here. Listen, this is a meme. It's it's not just for dudes. It's also for no, girls. No, it says best. Yeah. That is not best. Yeah, but you, of course it's to get you right, it's it. to get people like fighting and, and get people talking about these about these uh liners. Buzzfeed and you know it's, sucks. A, it's a mean mean girls thing. Mean girls was a popular movie. See, it's not even your computer, it's just BuzzFeed. It's BuzzFeed just, Buzzfeed just sucks. Uh so number six is you're gonna need a bigger boat. I yes, think that's, that's that's a good one. Certainly. From Jaws. Yes. Uh number five, beneath this mask. There's more than just flesh, Mr. Creedy. Beneath this mask, there's an idea, and ideas are bulletproof. V for Vendetta. I think that's a little I bit don't, high. A little bit I don't high. think that's a top 10 yeah, line. That's a, that's I a love that movie. High. I love that movie, but it has to be something quotable that every, like people don't know that And that's line. not a one-liner either. It's not. It's that yeah. was a, That's many lines. Yeah. So number four, I think, is pretty accurate. <laughs> So you're telling me there's a chance. I like it. I know everyone has said this before. True. At least once or twice. Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. It's a great one. Yeah. Uh, Number three. This one, I mean, might be number one, to be honest. Uh King Kong ain't got shit on me. That is so high. I don't even Washington and Training Day. Exactly. Training Day was amazing. Again, this is more like they should have said the best like movie one-liners that have turned into gifts. Like, that's what this is. That would be a good one, too. But but that's what this is. Right. Like, you tell me there's a chance. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Like, you know what I mean? Well, number two, I don't know if that would be a gif. <laughs> number two, I didn't really know because I've never seen Gone with the Wind. Yeah, but, but you know this line. Clark Everyone Kate. knows this Everyone line. Everyone knows the line. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah, whatever. Everyone says that one. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll leave you the honors for number one. Why? It's not like it's a favorite movie of mine. No, I thought you loved Patrick Swayze, though. When did I ever say that? I thought you said you loved Patrick Swayze. Okay, never mind. When did I ever say that? I don't know. I thought it was. I thought that was canon. Maybe it's in a it's different. It's not show. canon. Not uh, so number all. one is Dirty Dancing. I've never seen Dirty Dancing either, but I know this line. Right. It's nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah, I think. I think if I was. Picking it, even though The Godfather is not my favorite, it's certainly not my favorite film. I'd say it's probably the best, the most famous line in cinema is I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. That one or King Kong ain't got shit on me. It's it's Brando. That's number one. Mm. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Okay. Okay. Like, how is how is um, this not in the top 10? It probably should be number two is um, Joe Pesci in, Good, in Goodfellas. Like, you think I'm funny, funny like a clown? I amuse you, I make you laugh. Like that's yeah. Just just that you think I'm funny like a clown. Like come on, right? That's amazing. I can't believe this one's not higher myself because this one being clueless in Houston, 
Is number as if in Clueless is thirteen? Oh, come on now, this is stupid. well number fourteen. I mean, we hear all the time because we're in Houston, but Houston, we have a problem. I mean, yeah, that well, that one that's the should most, be top five. No, it's top five overused quotes for <laughs> for sporting events for sure. When the Astros lose, Houston, we have a problem. Texans lose, Houston, we have a problem. Well, we Rockets just, lose. We Houston, hear it all the time. You have a problem. Sure. Welcome to Earth. That's good. Life finds a way. Dr. Jeffrey Goldblum. This Dr. one time Jeffrey at Band Camp. That's a good oh, one. yeah. Welcome to Earth. Oh, that's a top 10. Mm-hmm. Will Smith and Independence mm-hmm. Day for sure. Yeah, where the fuck is Joe Pesci's? I'm going to be. Oh, you. yeah, Life Finds a Way. This where one, the hell is Joe Pesci? I don't think this one deserves to be on the list. Number 28, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the Fight Club quotes... You're not your fucking khakis is the is the one they chose. That's a bad one. That's not the best one. His name is Robert Padson. That's that's that should be higher. Yeah, that's a that's a fight club quote. Well, with great power comes great. Where the hell is Joe Pesci? Find it now. I'm so angry. Why so serious? Thirty three. Thirty three. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I feel the need for speed. Tom Cruise. Get the fuck out of here. Top Gun. I just mean in terms that that these are all ahead of Joe Pesci. He might not even be on the list. Probably not. And in that case, whoever made this can go fuck themselves. That's number, BuzzFeed for you. Number 42, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. That That's a be top higher. 10. That's a top 10 for sure. That's a top 10. Yeah. Oh, here's a great one. Princess Bride. Uh, you killed my father. Prepare to die. That's a, good that's a great one. Uh, I'm finished. That's a good one. There will be blood. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yep. Probably top 20. Do or do not, there is no try, Yoda. That's probably top 20. Uh, I do like Game Over from Saw. <laughs> I don't know if it's top 10, though. Okay, we're at 64, and we still don't have Joe Pesci, and I'm getting angrier and angrier <laughs> as we go along. I hate when you show me these lists. They always make me mad. He's the hero Gotham deserves, but not the one he needs. Not, not the no, one no. it needs There's right like now. 10 other quotes from those movies. Yeah. Okay, here's another top 10, and it's listed as 71. De Niro in Taxi Driver. You talking to me? Mm. That's That could be number one. Yeah. 71. Who made this fucking list? A 12-year-old? Well, they worked at Bud, BuzzFeed, so probably. Yeah. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. That's probably a top 20. That should be up there for sure. Show me the money is 74. It's ridiculous. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's a good one. I don't think you're going to find it, Andrew. I don't think so. I'm going s- to flip out. I see dead people at 83. That should be up there, too. True. That was very good. Hasta la vista, baby. God. That one should be That's much 89. higher. That one should be Again, much they higher. put out these lists just to make you upset. Right. Honestly, like we're the idiots for reacting. My precious. Wow. That's 91. Andy Serkis from... Lord of the Rings. I'm the king of the world. Titanic at 96. Still, it's a big line. It's a big line. It's not here. No, it's not. It's there. not here. <laughs> Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. All right, I hate this. I don't think there was a Goodfellas line in there. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I hate this so much. Thank you, Josh, for making me so upset. Well, like this, this is not number 104. This is not a one-liner. My name is Maxis Demacus Midoris, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor. Yeah. Uh, that's, 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 uh, yeah. That was a good movie, though. Good uh-huh. movie. Yeah. Uh, anything else? 
Uh, do you want to read another list? <laughs> Good God. No. <laughs> All right. So what are we doing first, Andrew? Are we doing Reacher or Pam and Tom? What do you want to do? Should we rock, paper, scissors this? No. Okay. What does it matter? You go ahead. You go ahead. All right, let's talk Pam and Tommy. Uh, actually, I think we should start with the shit and work our way to the good, right? Okay, let's start with Reacher. Okay, we're going to start with Reacher. I'm sorry, guys. I had to pull one real quick because you want to leave the podcast with a happy feeling, and Pam and Tommy is going to be a little bit happier than Reacher. So, first of all, Reacher, they spent two episodes just talking about how tall this guy is. They spent... That's it. He's so big. He's so buff. Everyone's like, Whoa. Look at this Sasquatch. I, I don't know why they had to make so many comments about this guy's height. It's so weird. Tom Cruise was very small yeah. and when he this played... the same Reacher, character that Tom Cruise played, and this guy's a foot taller a foot and 100 pounds heavier. <laughs> yes. Not even in the same dimin- in the realm. <laughs> no. It's crazy. But it the, the dialogue that this guy has is just so strange. It feels like he starts every sentence in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. And like there's very little backstory. There's nothing. He comes to this town called Mayberry, his, Georgia. Because to, no, it's Margrave. Margrave, Mar- Mar- Margrave Georgia. Margrave, yeah. Or Alabama, wherever. To, I guess, pay respects to a dead uh, blues player that his brother told him about. Uh-huh. His brother ends up dying. But the uh, the law enforcement pick him up because he fits the description of someone who killed someone the night before. Uh-huh. So as soon as this guy gets to town, everyone's starting to get murdered in town. Everyone's blaming Jack Reacher. It's just so crazy. Well, then there's a line that they use like 10 times in these first two episodes. It's like, how long has that been there? And they're like... Ever since you showed up, or right. like there haven't been murders in this town until you showed up, not till you showed up, not till you and then showed you up. showed up. That's like ten times, and it's then every crazy. everyone comments on how big he is. And the thing that I don't get is like this guy looks so close to Chris Pratt. Like well, I well, think he, you want to go in a different direction. He doesn't even look real to me. It's like they put so much makeup on him. Or something. He looks like a video game character. Mm-hmm. He moves like a video game character. He talks like he a video talks game like character. A video character. For sure. Yeah. Like one of the first things we see is like every scene in this show is a cliche from like other movies or like, you know, TV shows. Like cliche woman in distress and mm-hmm. Reacher saves her. Like it every just looks scene. at the dude and the dude's like, oh, my bad, bro. I was just having a bad day. I promise I won't beat her as soon as I get home. Yeah. He murdered her later that night. <laughs> he did. That was one of the murders that happened in town. Every 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 scene in this show is a ripoff of like it's just your every average so these, drama action, which this I thought this was an action show, and there's barely any action in it so far. These are the movies that it kind Where's of reminds action? me of, but it but it is a poorer version. Walking Tall. Uh-huh. Walking Tall's way better. The yeah. original Reacher movie, way better. Well, you had a way better actor. Way better actor. Probably better writing because the people that wrote this, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of different uh, movies that it's similar to, but this is just a much poorer version. I just wrote it. a bunch of quotes. Yeah. The woman cop who's instantly soaking her pants as soon as she sees him. She's like, I won't kick your ass unless you make me. It's like, he could eat you. 
And I don't mean eat you out. He could take you and just shove him in, shove you in his mouth and just eat you. Right. And then they're like, zip ties? Cuffs didn't fit him. Again, fetishizing this dude's height. I'd and like then she's to looking, think- she's trying to look up info on him and she's like, there's no Facebook, no Snapchat, no Instagram. You think this fucking guy is going to have a Snapchat? <laughs> well, to be honest, I thought he might have an Instagram, right? No? Probably Just not shirtless a pictures of him. But what, what, see, didn't check TikTok. That was the problem. There's one point, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's his TikTok. Oh, look, he's doing the floss. Um, no, like, the, there's one point where she goes with him. Because she just follows him everywhere. She just wants she just wants him so bad. Right. They he goes to change. He goes mm-hmm. into a changing room. He shuts the curtain. And then he opens it, and he's not wearing a shirt. Why did you shut the curtains? Right. If you, you know what I mean? It just They just opened it so we could see his abs. That was it. That was it. And I was like, unimpressed. No, I was kidding. I was Here's impressed. another quote that they said multiple times so far in just two episodes. Trouble just seems to find you. And then he's, there's a scene where they show they keep showing flashbacks of himself as a kid, and the kid's not even not any better than him as an adult. No. And they're like, "Hey, Jack, trouble just seems to find you." And then they go to present day, and then ten seconds later, he's like, "Trouble just seems to find me." And it's like, oh, "Yeah, God." They're gonna cut into the future. Trouble just seems to find me. It's just very, very strange. FYI, this was picked up for a season two. Why? <laughs> so it will. No, it will, I'm not watching this. I'm. It's okay. I might watch it only because I am intrigued with a little bit There's of the no mystery. There's no action. There's no action. There's a little bit of a mystery. I am kind of wondering why all these people are getting killed. Why the police chief got his nuts cut off and stuffed in his belly. I want to know why why we have to see the chief's dick (laughs) and his missing testicles. They're like, where are his balls? They're in his mouth. They're in his stomach. You'll find that in the autopsy. What? Yeah. No, I I do like a little bit of the intrigue and the and the mystery, but this is this is just a really badly acted acted movie for sure. If there was good action, I'd be like, it's stupid dialogue, but at least the action's good. The action's not good. The action is good in parts. No, like, it's not. Like the, the scene in the in the jail, which he gets to for some reason. <sighs> I broke your arm. Great action scene. Come on. We're past the Steven Seagal days. He, he might be a Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He rips off, Reacher rips off the zip ties, and he's like, you guys recycle. Like, that's the show. Like, in a nutshell. It's just all these corny lines that are so fucking cringy. Like you were saying, like it's an unfunny Peacemaker. Like, Peacemaker would do that, and it would be hilarious. Right. But We gotta make sure that all six foot four of you wasn't there. And he's like, six foot five. How dare you? (laughs) Six foot five. How dare you? Actually, I looked it up. Six foot two in real life. Well, sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And Tom Cruise is like five four in real life. Yeah. Yeah. But... Much better as playing Jack Reacher. Then there was a cop that really wanted to look at his asshole. <laughs> it was the it was the prison like, guard. I, got, I gotta see it. Uh, I gotta do it. No, I, that's against I, the law. I have to see it. I want to see it. It's, Bend over. He reminded me of. And he's the, like, I'll the kill you. And he's like, creepy All right. guy from uh, Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that butthole. Where's the paper boy? <laughs> Where's Reacher? Mr. Reacher bend over. Get back here, some bitch. <laughs> I'm going to put you in lockup, Mr. Uh, they certainly wouldn't put the two murder suspects in the same prison cell. 
No. <laughs> Why were they going to prison to begin with? Why couldn't they stay at the jail? Why did they have to go to... That wasn't county lockup. That was prison. Right. And the, the prisoners strange. instantly want to rape the scrawny white guy. And 27 minutes in, we finally have some action. 27 minutes. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you serious? Imagine you go to the movie theater and there's an action movie out 27 minutes before the first action scene. The first act, it should have been the first thing you see is action. Yeah, he should have beat down the guy that was beating his wife. Right. That should have been what he got arrested for. But instead he got arrested for somebody that looked like someone that killed someone. Our first action is him saving the guy from being face-fucked. That was it. He's a defender of rape. He will not stand for it. But yeah, that was about it. That's all he did. Defend rape. He didn't really care about anything else. And then the, the guy's like sitting close to him. He goes, I'm not a ventriloquist. Get off my lap. You're supposed to laugh at these things. That's Again, just like, oh. unfunny piece. There's maker. no delivery. Unfunny piece. There's maker. no delivery. Yeah. He was very straight laced the entire then there's time. A, then there's the barber that knows more than the police. More than Reacher, mm-hmm. he knows more than anyone in the town. Well, I've been in this <laughs> town for 76 years, and them boys over there, they've been making some trouble. Everyone in town calls the, calls him KJ. I call him Trouble. It's, this is every line in the show should be followed by this. Right, and what he called Every the, line. What he called the little one, and, like, and the little one's name is Goober. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your friend who has the truck that lets you sit shotgun. Yeah. Essentially. You're not the kind of guy to beat someone up half your size without a reason. He's giving me a reason. Yeah? Well, I know people, and you have kind eyes. (laughs) He has kind eyes? Ten minutes ago, everyone thought he was murdering people. Yeah. And then he beats up some fucking kids that are bullying him. And she's like, what the hell just rolled into Margrave? (laughs) Yeah. And that was one jam-packed episode. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the episode, he learns that his brother is dead. And of course, doesn't really show an emotion. I find out my brother's dead. I might be like, what the fuck? Throwing things and getting upset. And he's just like. He finds out his brother's dead. And then he's like. You want to get dinner tonight? Yeah. Hot cop? You want to you want to fuck? Well, she's a Mayberry 10, but a Houston 7? <laughs> she's pretty hot. Okay. I, mean, I think she's pretty hot. A Houston 10 too? Okay. I mean, I wouldn't I, she's probably like an 8, 8 and a half. She's pretty cute. But Mayberry 10, of course. May, uh, Mayberry. It should just be Mayberry, <laughs> the Andy Griffith show. Ah, shit. Andy Griffith show's way better than this shit. <laughs> Yeah, a lot better uh, intro music for sure. Well, if you want to, I mean, I kind of, I did get into the second episode. I think the cop with the the no balls that was the second episode. Second episode. So I kind of already got into it. If you have anything else you want to say, my last thing was just when they go to the hotel, they don't fuck. Like she's just in her underwear right in front of him. Right. She's just I'm in my underwear, and he fucking sleeps on the floor, and she wants to fuck, yeah. and he's like, I'm gonna make her wait. Cause I'm Reacher. They were just like, dancing whatever, and drinking like ten minutes before, and they're in the same he's, hotel he's like, room. He's like a twelve year old because he's like holding her while they're dancing, 
And then it's like, you know he wants to grab her ass, but he's scared. I think what it is is he actually is a Ken doll. No genitalia. <laughs> Maybe. No genitalia. Yeah, so the only other thing that we really find out in, in episode two is that apparently um, the bad guy's the mayor. Yeah. And also in tandem with the guy that owns the town. Right. Those two guys are the bad guys. And I guess they're selling drugs or something for the cartel because there's... Um, there's Mexican or, or there's South American. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what, They're South Americans. No, they use the move that only South Americans use. Right. And if they weren't special forces, I would have killed them in 10 seconds. Hashtag humble brag. Yeah, you're, you suck. <laughs> you're not cool. Also, like. Like, this is stuff that Peacemaker would say. <laughs> And then they would roll their eyes at him. Right. Like, it's that. That's or how... Vigilante would be on the side like, well, let's kill them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Peacemaker's like, I would have killed them in 10 seconds. And that's, fuck their ass. And they're like, oh, That's the problem that Reacher has. There is no Vigilante <laughs> in Peacemaker. There's more than in, 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 in Reacher. Reacher. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's more than that. <sighs> it's just boring. I was just bored. Sorry, guys. Maybe it gets better is the action. I can't imagine the dialogue gets better. No, I don't think it does. I might just let you watch this by yourself. If you mm. want, you can go watch, you know. You don't have to, Josh, but if you want to. It's I'll, I'll, take, I'll take one for the team. Yeah? I'll take one for the team. Well, all right. Are we done with Reacher then for now? Can we move on? <laughs> I guess the only thing, other thing working, worth talking about in Reacher is that I guess apparently, um, only two episodes in, mind you, that the bad guys are trying to kill the lady cop. Mm. Yeah. So they're trying to take out the only hottie in Mayberry. Right. For reasons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Mayberry. All right. So let's talk. What was it? It's not Mayberry. Margrave. Margrave. Mayberry Shit. is from the Andy Griffith show. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Let's move on to Pam and Tommy. I talked about the first three episodes a few weeks ago. Like, just very briefly. So, I'll probably just cover the more recent episodes. Because okay. there's been six so far. Josh hasn't watched. So, this to. is basically going to be all me. You're going to watch? I'm going to. You're going to catch up? I don't know if I'll catch up, but I'm, I'll, be, I'll well, be behind. you have two weeks to watch all eight episodes. I'll just give you that. Okay. Because next week, true. we're going to only be talking about the Batman film. Okay. So, we're not going to be doing Reacher or Pam and Tommy. And then, at the week after the Batman... Pam and Tommy will be over, so we'll okay. just talk about the final two episodes. But I'll catch up. I really think this is good. I think it could have just been a movie. It's, it's I'm not sure it's necessary that they did eight episodes, but I, I still enjoy it. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay plays a porn producer who is connected to the mob. He only had one scene, but it, that's you know, fitting. It's fitting. Yeah, it was good. And if you miss me talking about uh, Pam and Tommy the a few weeks ago when I was talking about the first few episodes, like. Seth Rogen is one of the producers of the, of the show, and he plays the guy that stole the sex tape. And I really like Seth Rogen. I really like his acting, and so I enjoy watching him. Uh, and uh, Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee, he does a good job. He doesn't really look like, uh, like Tommy Lee, but he does a good job at playing him. Like, they gave him the tattoos and everything, but okay. he's probably, like, a foot shorter than Tommy Lee. <laughs> so it's, it's just a little weird, but uh, he does a good job, and... As I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, Jason uh, oh what the uh, Man Jason Manzukis plays 
Tommy Lee's dick. (laughs) And this is only one scene, but you see the fake penis. It's a CGI penis. And it's like, hey, bro, what are we doing, man? You can't be in love with this chick. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, But that's the only time we saw his his dick talk. But I'm going to mostly talk about the last three episodes. This show wants you to think there are some dumb things about it. This show wants you to think that Pam Anderson is like a genius. She is not. From because what I from what I've been told, Pam Anderson not a genius. No. No one ever accused her of being that. But like the first episode, you really feel for Seth Rogen's character and again, he plays the guy that steals the tape mm-hmm. because Tommy Lee in real life berated him, did not pay him for the work he did on his house. And held a gun to his face. That all happened. Mm. So when he steals the safe, you're like, yeah, fuck Tommy Lee. Now, it's not Pam Anderson's fault. She just, but it's like, in a way, it was Tommy Lee's fault that this happened. Right. So she got mixed up in it. But they want you to think she's really smart. Like, they find out that Penthouse has the tape. And Tommy and his lawyers want to sue. But Pam seems to know that if they sue Penthouse, then Penthouse will release the images of the tape. And it turns out she was right. I don't. I'm not so sure that was how things went down. Mm, yeah. Like Penthouse did release the images. I don't think Pam Anderson was like, no, we can't sue because then they'll release the images. Like that's what they wanted to make you think. Yeah. So I'm not so sure about. I don't that. know if that's how that works. Uh, that caused the story of the sex tape to go national, though, and they also made a point to tell us that celebrity news wasn't a national. Like, weren't national headlines back then? Mm. Like, the L- there was an L.A. Times writer, and she was like, we have to publish a story. And her boss is like, no, we're not publishing a story about, about a, a sex, sex tape. tape. <laughs> but then once they find out that the sex tape was stolen, then... Then it lets, becomes a stolen sex then he, tape. Yeah, then he lets her do this. And, of course, now that's what news has become. It's all just about celebrity news and shit like that. Right. Uh, they had a guy playing Jay Leno... And the prosthetic makeup was pretty bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they should have been like. Let's try to make an accurate version of Jay Leno because he's an alien. Like no one else looks like him. Right. Just have a guy that you know. Like you don't have to put this gigantic chin on the fucking guy. <clears throat> but that's only like a couple scenes. Uh, the last episode, episode six, is all about Pam's testimony at her deposition and how awful they treated her. Um, it also has flashbacks of how she fir- first got noticed in Canada hmm. to shooting for Playboy. Um, the actor that played Hugh Hefner did a good job. Okay. And they have like a scene together where you're like, is Hugh Hefner going to like hit on her? But he doesn't. Wow. Such restraint. Well, because it is a true story. And I don't think Pam Anderson ever said that he did that. Hmm. So, um, I did mention this the first time I talked about this show that the actress that plays Pam Anderson is super... She does an amazing job playing her. Like, the sexuality of Pam Anderson and everything is, like, perfect. And they did put some, like, prosthetics on her to make her look more like Pam Anderson. Because if you look her up, she doesn't look the same. No, yeah, I was looking at that. Does not look the same. But she's a very pretty girl. And she does a great job playing her. Like, she sounds just like her. Like, just like her. Hmm. So, she's really good. Um, but when she's at the deposition, like, the penthouse lawyers are just, like, berating her. 
and they end up playing the sex tape and force her to like watch it with them. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so that was pretty brutal. That's rough. Yeah. But this last episode is just really her at the de- at the deposition and like her being discovered at a football game to like shooting for Playboy like it I would say it was, was probably the worst game? the worst episode. She was just at a football game in Canada and then just like sitting in the stands like look at that hot chick. We don't have hot chicks in Canada. And that's basically what happened. And I don't know if that's the true story, but... That's funny. They were like, and now we're going to... Sh- basically, they were like doing this thing where like they just find a hot girl in the crowd. And they're like, look at this. Look at this beautiful woman. Mm. And then someone discovers her by that, which I guess could happen. But I was looking at I- IBDM. IMDB. IMDB. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Manzukas plays Tommy Lee's penis. <laughs> that's got to be like the weirdest... like. The weirdest uh, uh, part of his uh, career. You think? Or maybe like the weirdest title for someone's career. Yeah. Like, uh, what'd you play? I'm credited as Tommy Lee's penis. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) But we haven't seen Seth Rogen's character in a couple of episodes because he's in hiding. I imagine that will change soon. But there's two episodes left and we'll we'll cover the final two in two weeks. Do you like Nick Offerman in the series? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he hasn't been in it for like three episodes because he also fled to like Amsterdam with all of the money they made from the sex tape. Oh, like he left Seth Rogen's character high and dry. Aww. So I'm not sure if we'll see Nick Offerman's character again. Interesting. Unless okay. they just do like a you know at the end of these true stories where it's like montage, like this person did you know? Yeah. Nick Offerman died cocaine in Amsterdam. Yeah, something like that. But we'll cover the final two episodes in a so couple So what would weeks. you give this so far? Uh, I mean, there's some episodes that I was like, this this is really great. Like, the second one is all about how Pam and Tommy met. Hmm. And that might be the best episode. Because it's just, it, it, you can't believe that this is what they really did. Like, they met and they got married four days later. It's some like, days it's crazy. passion <laughs> works like that, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Some days it works. So hasn't happened to me yet. I mean, I would say like a an eight, okay, seven and a half to an eight maybe. But okay. like, I, it's good. Like, there's some really good moments and episodes, and there's some that like this last episode was kind of boring. But so we got about a three, three and a half for Reacher, and about an eight oh for. Re- I mean, th- yeah, okay. a three would be accurate for Reacher. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good to know. I'm just yeah, not into it. Sorry. But all right, let's get, let's do some fan questions and comments. Let's see here. That was lame. All right. Okay, Reacher. Uh, are you kidding? Here, I'll read it like Reacher. Our first question is from, I'm not your buddy guy. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not your buddy That's guy. That's accurate, though. I hope the answer is no, but do you think they'll spin off any other Suicide Squad characters? The answer is yes. James Gunn has already confirmed that they are. Mm. And why would you hope the answer is no? Yeah, why wouldn't you want a series all about vigilantes? Oh, come on. I would. Not vigilante. He already has a show. He's hilarious. He doesn't need his own separate show. Or, you know... um, I think it would get tiring if it was all about vigilante. Oh, what was the little person? Um, The judo kid. Judo master. Oh. Judo master? Hilarious. Didn't get enough of him. Well, no... James Gunn confirmed that there's going to be another Suicide Squad spinoff, not a Peacemaker spinoff. Mm, oh, but yeah, okay. I would totally be down for that. I got you. Yeah, and I'd he's already confirmed it's happening. 
He did yeah. great with Suicide Squad, did great with Peacemaker. Like, mm-hmm. everything James Gunn has done has been good. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about that. Mario Rizzo, rate the best actor to play Batman. He has got Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Val Kilmer. Uh, Adam West should be in there, too, I think. So we're writing these down? Christian yeah. Bale, of course, is number one. We'll go CB for Christian Bale. Um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, number two. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be upset at, if you said Keaton won. I'd be like, that's, you know, Michael Keaton's an amazing actor. I think Christian it's more like, Bale for longevity. It's more and, like 1A, 1B, but I'd, I'd still put Christian Bale one. Right. Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, uh, Val Kilmore is going to be last. No, George Clooney's going to be last. George Clooney last? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I would say Adam West. Adam West third, third probably. Even though he's corny as shit, but it's better than the other, these other ones. Probably Ben Affleck, number four. I guess. Val Kilmore and George Clooney. Bam. But really, there's only been two good Batman. <laughs> right. Like, Adam West, Adam West actually did good for what he was supposed to do. It was supposed Campy. to be campy and cartoony and stupid right. so like it was actually he actually did a good job it's the other three that were the problem so i mean there's a there's a lot of room for robert patson here to uh to make it in the top three for sure he probably will be three yeah by tomorrow <laughs> uh jake baker push fireberry celebrity sex tapes just kidding do you think alan richardson was a good idea to play jack reacher i think he was perfect for the role just like his run as Thad on Blue Mountain State. Never saw Blue Mountain State. The problem is, I don't really know what they were trying to go for with this character. The The only Jack Reacher I know, apparently this is supposed to be strikingly similar to the books. Uh-huh. And the Jack Reacher character that this guy is playing is strikingly similar well, to he, the books. Yeah, I mean, he physically looks great. Right, and that's apparent, apparently what he's playing. But I'm like, I, I watched the Jack Reacher, the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher... Completely different, and I liked that one. Yeah, this one's nothing like it. So I don't think it's I don't think it's the actor's fault. Right, the bad dialogue is the problem. I, I had read on um, some some uh, facts and whatnot that to play this part, that he read all twenty of the Jack Reacher books. Yeah, to kind of get into character and stuff like that, and that's why it helped him kind of, I guess, form. This role that I'm just, he played. I'm not into characters that have no personality whatsoever. Right, no. This Why guy's bland to is toast. Yeah. Pop Culture Junkie responded with the celebrity sex tape saying, push Tanya Harding, fire Kim Kardashian, bury Hulk Hogan. Did, does Tanya Harding, ha- she has a sex tape? Tanya know. Harding? That doesn't sound like a great one to watch. Well, the what are the three most famous ones? Pam and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's the most famous. Then we have Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton. Those have got to be like the three most famous sex tapes, right? Aaron Andrews, I guess, maybe. That's not a sex tape. She was changing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And they were all lame. Yeah. All these sex tapes were lame. So you can't maybe push Maybe not any Tanya Harding's, I guess, huh? I don't know. I never saw it. Uh, Assad, uh, which celebrity life could be made into a movie? Uh, one that hasn't already been made. Bill Cosby? <laughs> That'd be terrible. <laughs> that, well, no, I mean, talk about a fall from grace, right? Well, I guess maybe like a, a comeback, a released, comeback. He got released from prison. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but I don't know. That's a that's a good one. You got to wait for him to die because then it's like, well, at least he's dead now. 
I'd like to see a Clint Eastwood Clint Eastwood Clint Eastwood biopic one day. I think that might be kind of neat. <sighs> Why yeah. though? Like, what's that interesting about him? I don't know. He went from playing all these characters. Now he's now he's directing. Yeah, but like nothing dramatic really ever happened in his life that we know about. That's that. It, that's why I said Bill Cosby. Clearly, mm. that's a great. It's a good story to make into a movie. Interesting, because everyone thought he was this sweetheart, and he turned out to be the fucking e- most evil person on earth. Terrible man. Yeah. Uh, Jason Deerham, should DC go all out and get James Gunn and Taika Waititi to be the Kevin Feige of the DC EU? Yes. Uh, one could be in control of the movies, the other could be in charge of the TV shows. Uh, yes, yes, they should. The answer is yes. They're both phenomenal. P.S. Uh, only thing I'm hoping for in the Batman is that they bypass the origin story. They showed Bruce's parents get shot in Joker for fuck's sake. Yeah, I don't. I think they said they're not showing that, right? I think so. I think that's already been confirmed. We don't need. We all fucking know how Batman's parents died. How it's did not, they die? Yeah, we don't need to see that shit again. Uh, but Taika Watt, did you end up? Did you ever, have you seen Free Guy? No. Taika Waititi uh, plays like the villain in Free Guy, hmm. and he's great. That movie's so good, though. You okay. need to see it. I watched it again because uh, it's on Disney Plus now. Oh, it's on. It's a Disney Plus movie. Well, now it is. Hmm, okay. I mean, it's a Disney movie. I didn't know it was a Disney movie. Yeah, and it was rated R, right? No. What? No. Okay. No, it's PG thirteen. Okay. It's not a Deadpool movie. He plays Deadpool, right? <laughs> yeah. Pop culture junkie, I'm enjoying Pam and Tommy. Sebastian Stan performing as Tommy Lee's amazing. The show also uh, rocks a kick-ass soundtrack. Question, what's a show or movie, regardless of the quality of the show slash film, you still like it because of its soundtrack? Well, Peacemaker's the latest entry into that. Peacemaker's soundtrack was pretty awesome. Uh-huh. Man. I really like... The Watchmen soundtrack. And I do like the movie still, but I love the soundtrack. It has Watchmen some, is good. It has really good songs. I really like Succession's soundtrack. Okay. Select, so Succession's opening credit scene, really good. The music, the piano, really like it. Mm. Yeah, I always think of the Watchmen soundtrack. I like that one. It has, Watchmen's good. It's, it's really good. Law 09. Did you ever see the Watchmen TV show? Uh, yeah. Uh, what did you think about that? I liked it. I liked it too. I liked. I liked it. a lot of. Uh, I liked. A lot of people said it wasn't good, but I thought it was well, pretty decent for what it was. Jeremy Irons is great. Was amazing. Yeah. As uh, William, it's William Vite, right? I think was it Vite? It's the smartest man alive. I can't remember. He was amazing. Yeah. Like far better than the guy that played the character in the movie. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it was, he was the best part of, of, of the show. For sure. Really good. Yeah. Law 09, before I met my wife, I was a huge Blue Mountain State Thad fan. Now we watched Reacher, and she told me she ran cross-country with him in college and still keeps in touch with him. I am happy and sad in so many ways. <laughs> Buddy, you know what happened, right? Don't let him come over for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> He's, any- he's gonna be reaching, all right. <laughs> they call uh, me Reacher because I'll reach for them titties. <laughs> they call you. Why would your mom call you by your last name as a child? Right. It's Apparently, weird. everybody. Reacher. Everyone. Everyone goes. Even the kids are like, "Hi, Mister Reacher," and he's like, "Reacher." Everyone calls me Reacher. You fucks. 
I don't care if you're five years old. Fuck your kids. I'm Reacher. Fuck your kids. My dad was Mr. Reacher. It's like he has, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like his, it's like he has the brain of like a five-year-old. He's like, hey, it's Reacher, motherfucker. I'm not a vagrant. I'm a hobo named Mr. Reacher. Another line that they keep. Oh, God. (laughs) Ah! All right. That is all for fan questions and comments. So... Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. And subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. And next week is probably our second biggest podcast ever for Hollywood Hogwash. I'm excited. Because we will be reviewing The Batman. Oh, yeah. Why so serious? Rachel!